Thanks so much for joining us. This is Behind the Investigation. I've got another excellent piece for you all today. I'm joined now by investigative reporter Andy Parati. This is a really important story. It affects really anyone on our roadways, right, Andy? Yeah, no matter what kind of car you drive, you're going to want to pay attention to this story. So a few months ago, I got wind that the University of Nebraska was going to be releasing some crash test uh, mm -hmm. reviews involving um, electric vehicles, in particular the Tesla and the Rivian. Rivian, as many of our viewers in Georgia know, is, there is a they're basically building a huge factory yep. uh, about an hour and a half outside of Atlanta. So it's a particular interest here. But um, I'm, the story that you're about to see is pretty compelling. And if you have a friend that has one of these vehicles, um, or if you've ever been a passenger in one, you'll want to listen out. Yeah, I love it. It feels great. The drive's pretty smooth. Javier Flores hits the road in his dream car, a Tesla Model 3 sedan purchased about a year ago. I love technology and I just feel like it's a really safe, intuitive drive. When the Atlanta resident got it, safety was top of mind. But an Atlanta News First investigation uncovered a potential danger for him and thousands of Tesla drivers on the road today. Crash test video obtained exclusively by Atlanta News First shows when the Tesla hits this guardrail at 62 miles per hour, the vehicle goes through the barrier. Take a look. Uh, you'll see right away, this is not typical of what we see with the NGS test. What goes to your mind when you see this? Um, well, death, honestly, like I'm probably gonna die if that happens to me. That's not what's supposed to happen. Guardrails are meant to stop, deflect, or absorb the impact, like this crash involving a conventional vehicle. University of Nebraska researchers who conducted the test were surprised, revealing the results for the first time to the public this week. Um, what we saw in the test is that maybe there's some other design features in, in electric vehicles that aren't you know, as compatible with our hardware as, as the current vehicle fleet is. It's not just the Tesla. Researchers tested this electric truck made by Rivian as well. When the truck hit the guardrail, it plowed through the barrier. We ruptured the rail very early in the event here. Failing to stop the vehicle. I don't think it's hugely alarming. It's just things that we're trying to learn about the electrical vehicle fleet as they come online. And we're trying to get ahead of it. Researchers say more testing is needed, but preliminary results show the weight, low center of gravity, and design of electric vehicles may contribute to the problem. Rivian trucks weigh nearly 2,000 pounds more than conventional pickup trucks. They are not going to be shielded or protected. We'll hit right there. Steve Eimers is a guardrail safety advocate. He says the crash test showed the need for better collaboration between safety barrier engineers and electric automakers. We, we need Elon Musk to have the same seriousness with which he runs SpaceX to come to the table and say, hey, we've got an issue with the Tesla. Tesla did not respond to our request for an interview. Rivian, which is building a manufacturing plant in our east of Atlanta, declined to discuss the test results as well, but wrote in an email, the Rivian pickup truck received a top safety pick award from the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. It's crazy. It's kind of scary. After watching the video, Flores hopes the two industries will come up with a solution soon. So I don't really know what Tesla could do or like what 
um, infrastructure we can yeah. have on the highways to make things better. But a change needs to happen. Andy, what makes this story so interesting is not just because it impacts these particular drivers that drive those kinds of cars, but if you're on the roadway, it does pose a concern to to all of us. Yeah, um, because many of us will be passengers in these vehicles. I don't, I don't know about you, but um, I'm, I always get kind of happy when I get picked up in an Uber with yes, the Tesla. Yes, uh, Uber, and Lyft, all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, and they're becoming more prevalent on the on the roads. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about this is the what a, a a sort of component to the vehicle that actually makes them safe actually makes them um, ineffective when it comes to hitting the scar drum. What I mean by that is electric vehicles often have these heavy batteries at the bottom of the base of the vehicle, and it helps them prevent them from um, maybe rolling over. But in this case, because of that weight, because of the low center of gravity, that means that that guardrail essentially, you know, it goes right through the vehicle or goes over the vehicle, supposed to deflect the vehicle, maybe push it away and make sure it doesn't go over that embankment or on mm-hmm. the other side of the road and into oncoming traffic. So it's it's really interesting about something that actually makes the electric vehicle safe, but in this instance, not safe. Yeah. And kudos to you for really leading the charge on this and, and being aware that this report is going to come out. I wonder though, what's the consequence or the outcome of this report? Is it is the study in the first place done so that these companies can consider some kind of alternative? What happens next? Yeah, so the University of uh, Nebraska researchers told me that it's important to note that this is preliminary, that this is only testing two vehicles, mm-hmm. you, uh, testing them on the most widely used uh, guardrail. So more testing definitely needs to be done. Um, but this is going to be a complicated fix. Um, yeah. Do are, are car manufacturers now expected to reinvent the way that they built the cars, or is it guardrails that have to change? And I think it's been over the years a combination of both, probably more so of adjusting um, guardrails. But you know, it, a, a quick fix is not going to. It's, you're not going to see all guardrails all of a sudden replaced, even if that's the determination that ultimately needs to be done. It's going to. It would be done gradually. It would cost billions of dollars to do it too. I don't even know if you have this answer, but. It, it, immediately my mind goes to car insurance. Sometimes it becomes more expensive to insure certain cars, even like just the Jeep brand. Um, I have that car. That's why I'm saying it. But those are factors that insurance companies consider. So I just wonder if that's a part of the process or considerations later down the line. Any word on that? I mean, no doubt insurance companies are going to be looking at this crash test, wondering all those questions that you just asked. It's, it's, It's one of these wait and see approaches probably at this point. A little bit of a snowball effect there. Um, What were the company's responses? So we reached out to Uber and Uber unfortunately is notorious for not responding. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Elon Musk. I did tweet out Elon Musk. He didn't respond to my tweet, but there's this national um, guardrail advocate that you saw in the piece, Steve Ivers. He is very prolific on Twitter and he tweeted to Elon Musk saying, hey, we need you at the table on this. And Elon Musk actually liked his tweet. So he knows about this issue. He's aware of it. He didn't respond to me. But to me, that liking that tweet responded to me as like, oh, he he knows. Yeah. He knows what's up. Um, Rivian didn't have any uh, anything to say either. They did respond saying um, that while they didn't have any response to the crash test itself, they did reiterate saying that they're 
that they were awarded like a very prestigious safety award. So they're aware of this issue. Um, who knows whether they'll actually take any action or whether they're even required to. Mm, absolutely something to watch over mm -hmm. the coming months and even years. Great work, Andy. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much. Uh, you've been watching Behind the Investigation and listening. You can find Behind the Investigation across all platforms. Don't forget to download our podcast. Thanks so much for having us.